Hi, this is the Heartbreak Podcast episode that we are recording right now. And I have a guest. Our only guest all the time. Oh, please. So she's just going to basically come to talk about... Oh, she's already here. She's basically going to just talk about stuff related to heartbreak. Like ways to deal with heartbreak. And whether closure is really necessary. Like, do we really always have to have that closure conversation? And what's the aftermath after heartbreak and closure conversations? Stay tuned. So, hi. Hello. (laughs) So, tell me. Have you ever had heartbreak before? Yes. Yeah, I I believe everyone has. Mm, Not really. Maybe not romantically, but like, I believe everybody has. Sorry, we're talking about romance right now like that's our focus right now okay this is an this is a podcast actually about love ew i can't even say that <laughs> why are you laughing like that this is <laughs> why are you anyway um yeah so tell me how was your heartbreak experience or breakup experience first of all it was different it was it was interesting because I had never experienced it before and it came at such a very crucial time in my life that I couldn't really focus on it because like there was just a whole lot going on. What was the time? A, a serious exam period. Exam? Somebody broke up with you during exam? Jeez. In his defense, what yeah. I did was very not good. <laughs> so I understand why he broke up with me. I, I don't think he was thinking about the time and the events which is what a lot of people actually don't do like they don't really put a lot of thought into breakups sometimes yeah true like they don't think about how to affect them or how to affect the other person sometimes they're just like oh i just need to be out of this relationship as fast as possible and they just do it because i feel like if he had thought about it he may have delayed it a bit at least after the exam because uh, how about not <laughs> what if what if you had actually failed the exam i would i would actually partly blame her partner i'm sorry mm, i would i couldn't have failed it because where would i live <laughs> <laughs> what would i tell my parents that oh oh my gosh you guys i just i went through something so traumatic that period that's why uh, <laughs> Who listen to me? They not even listen. Why would I even come to? Who pick me from? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let's not talk about that romantic <laughs> side of things. But like, so how were you able to process the breakup? What did you do? Hmm. How were you able to like handle it? I feel like I handled it poorly, but also in the way, in the best way that I thought was possible at the time, like given the circumstances. Was it healthy for you? No, it was definitely not healthy because I just like fast-tracked everything. And then every time a new piece of information would arise, I would just like crash all over again. Arise about your former partner? Yes. Or about our relationship, something new that maybe I did not know about before, I hadn't heard before, I hadn't seen before, just something random like that. I would just crash again. And I feel like I never like really let myself get over it. Mm. And that's why I just kept falling as fast as I was getting back up again. And it was just a very unhealthy process. But I had um, a friend yeah. at that time that was really there for me. Like he was, if not for him, <laughs> I probably would have handled oh, a lot of things worse. Like I would have handled them a lot worse than I did. But he was just there and he was being very 
patient and yeah. supportive and he was just letting me go through my stuff but when i was doing nonsense he would call me out on it but then he was still letting me handle it the way i wanted to handle it i low-key stalked <laughs> Oh, wow. By a part, just a bit, just just a little. But then I was never alone. In the stalking. Yeah, like my friend was always with me. Like he would always go with me. He would always look around with me. He would always investigate with me, and it just made me so happy. Oh wait, that so you had your friend that was also <laughs> doing cyber stalking with you, like James Bond type stuff. Oh my god! See, do not do this, please. <laughs> it wasn't even necessarily cyber stalking, and it wasn't even really stalking. It was just oh, monitoring. What's going on monitoring with spirits. you? How are you doing, dear? Since I couldn't really speak to him at the time, mm. so it was just easier to just find out how he was from afar and my friend was very helpful he even had a lot of fun please he cannot deny that he did not have a lot of fun doing that that stalking period it was very interesting for him i'm sorry do not <laughs> listen or follow this advice do not stop no i'm not advising you to, please don't 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 do that don't stop your former partner just, no, it's, it's like i mean i get it it's like an effect of heartbreak but then no don't <laughs> it is very unhealthy for you trust me so did you have like the closure conversation everybody's recommended to have yes because i was determined to still be his friend like before our relationship we had a very good friendship and mm. i was very very determined to not lose that so if closure was what we needed or if closure was what he needed or if closure was what i thought was going to help keep the friendship then that was what was going to happen so so how did the conversation go because sometimes right anytime somebody talks about like having closure right mm-hmm. i'm like okay how exactly does this closure work is it that we'll have a conversation where i'll be like okay so why did we break up or what are the kind of questions or the things that you're supposed to say when you're trying to gain closure well closure like it depends on the reason for the breakup and it depends on people involved in the breakup there's some people that even after having a lengthy conversation about everything that happened and why it happened and how it happened they still won't get the closure they need until they like maybe yell at the person or until i don't know however they want to get that closure but it doesn't work the same way for everybody like for me we had um, a conversation like three times mm-hmm. before we finally got closure or like three separate occasions we had the conversation over and over again and it seemed like we were repeating ourselves like it seemed like we were just talking about the same thing over and over again but it was different every time like mm-hmm. the first time we spoke about it it didn't just come out of nowhere yeah. we were having a conversation and then it came up like the whole break us breaking up thing came up and then we just started talking about it and then he started asking questions and i answered and i asked questions and he answered and then that was that then the second time we actually planned to talk about it and there were more questions there were more answers and stuff like that and by the third time we were talking about it and it just felt lighter yeah it felt like we both understood what had happened and we were both just ready to let bygones be bygones and just be like, okay, it happened, it happened. Let's just move on. Oh, I'm really glad for you that it actually ended up in a healthy way because 
not everybody gets to experience that level of like neutral closure where nobody is staring anybody's shirt and again it's okay if um after a breakup you do not get to have that with your ex some people actually um when they break up they just cut off every form of communication like even if they see you on the road they'll just pass you like they've never seen you before that's how some people deal with breakups and it's completely fine as far as you can maintain your mental health in all of these things i completely recommend i remember my breakup right like my first heartbreak that nearly made me want to just go on that bridge and just start living there i was so sad he basically woke up one day and then was like he didn't want to do this anymore and to be honest it really crushed me i was angry i went through the five stages of grief i was angry i was in denial i tried bargaining and then what was the other phase so I don't know. I entered the last phase, which was acceptance. Yeah, I think that's the last phase. So <laughs> when it got to the phase of acceptance, I had to come to, I wouldn't say come to my senses, because even when you're dealing with heartbreak, you may seem like you're not like in your right frame of mind. But it's normal, because it's like a normal reaction to a breakup, you know? And then we had that conversation, that closure conversation, and honestly, it freed me. By the way, this um, tears or this heartbreak lasted for like two weeks, but I feel like that was my first ever heartbreak from a romantic relationship. And I'm really glad that I have paid my dues regarding that. Like, I feel like I can't <laughs> go through heartbreak again, <laughs> to be honest, you know. And everyone really processes it differently. When I was going through my heartbreak, to be honest, I was washing plates and crying. I didn't even know when tears started coming out as I did wash plates, or when I'm turning Gary, or making jollof rice. <laughs> See, dark times, man, dark times. If you're going through breakup right now, right? I want you to know that I am in solidarity with you. And you should also understand that there's absolutely nothing wrong reacting a certain way as far as you're not hurting yourself and hurting other people involved. Because sometimes heartbreak can make you not want to like talk to your friends or just keep away from everybody. And it's completely normal. I just want you to know that it is completely normal. It is just your mind's way of reacting to heartbreak. Understand and accept that first of all. And as as much as i'm saying it's like reactionary it's really important that you have like a community of people that hold you like your friends like like our guest talked about a friend like helping her being supportive during a breakup you can have a group of people or even someone that you can lean on while going through the breakup process like you really really need people around you as some sort of anchor because it can get really terrifying when you're dealing with heartbreak alone like romantically related heartbreak it can be really tragic to be honest especially if it's something that you were very intimately um, involved with the person Sometimes intimacy is very difficult. Vulnerability, as much as I preach on vulnerability, right? Sometimes we just have to like realize that these are some risks that we have to take when it comes to love and the possibility of being heartbroken. 
Oh, my love is just nonsense sometimes. Eh? <laughs> love is nonsense, to be honest. But yeah, do not feel alone when you're going through heartbreak. And yeah, if you break up with people, I honestly will not hold it against you because there are very valid reasons as to why you break up with your partner or with your partners. And it's fine. As far as there's some consideration to it, except it was a toxic relationship. I'm really, I have very zero, very zero, Jesus, my English. Anyways, <laughs> zero tolerance to abusive relationships. If the relationship wasn't serving in any way, was it helping you in any way, um, was draining rather than like enriching you, then completely I'm up for it. Please leave the relationship. However, um it's important that if you do actually just want to leave because you don't feel like it's serving its purpose anymore there should be some sort of consideration in terms of when you want to break up with a said person don't break up with someone when they're about to write an exam or their birthday or an important event is happening please let there be some level of tact involved because I mean, it's it can be really devastating. I remember that this is someone that I used to be in love with or used to like, like them enough to be involved with them. I mean, you should really consider these things before you break up with people. Please, please, I beg of you. So, um, yeah, I guess this marks the end of this episode. And I don't really want to, like, drag this on too much because when you listen to a podcast for like a period of time at some point it gets really blurry <laughs> i'm not gonna lie but yeah thank you as always for always taking our time to listen and i don't want to say i apologize for not recording since because it sounds very cliche at this point but thank you and my guest you have final words her so? favorite guest oh whatever so please find out what you first oh um let me just say that for breakups i recommend haribo okay do you know okay, i don't know if you guys know haribo but it's a very nice brand of gummy bears and you should really indulge in that when you're sad the coca-cola flavor and the star mix flavor you should really indulge in haribo and oh. they should pay me for this promo but okay. really you should yeah you should actually three get packs your coins. you should get your coins to be specific but yeah eat as much as you can if you need to eat binge eat i mean it's just for a period of time now <laughs> but I yeah because so, binge eating is crazy yeah it's, it's true. very it's wild not, um, i apologize cancel scrap what i said don't binge don't eat. eat but then people deal with like stress by binge eating but yeah um give yourself time really healing is not a linear process it's very random sometimes you go just day or day bar then you could just remember say if I still break up with you just like that you could just shout hey for middle of night it's completely normal please all these things happen okay so thank you so much for your time peace